Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Things I Know Show. My name is Juan Cardenas, and today we're going to be speaking about nationality and racism. You know, it's a, it's a very heavy topic. We actually, I've been um, trying to decide if I really want to take this show into this type of serious conversation. Um, and obviously this is called the things I know show. And one of the things I do know is that there's a lot of hate right now being displayed, not only from one race to another, one nationality to another, but even within the communities, for example, the Oscars are just happened and the film Roma was nominated by a lot by for a lot of awards and actually won three Oscars. But one of the most talked about nominations was for Best Actress. Uh, so you have Yalitza. Yalitza is an indigenous Mexican. Uh, I believe she is from Oaxaca. And in the film, she speaks, you know, the native language of the indigenous people which is spoken by about half a million people, by the way. And it just so happens that there's a lot of hate towards her because there is a lot of racist Mexicans and a lot of racist Latinos. Um, yeah, they, they, they used, you know, derogatory terms, sorry, derogatory terms like Indian in the negative sense. And at the same time, I see all these different, um, all these different people, especially in the media space, trying to make sense out of the fact that you have a person that doesn't fit the mold that the everybody else has determined to be beautiful and determined that is considered an actress and is considered pretty much anything that you can think of that has been built up by the Latin American and Hispanic communities as beautiful. And all of a sudden you have Yalitza, who is short. She's beautiful, but at the same time, she doesn't fit the molds, the gowns that, that, that she's asked to wear, you could even tell that they're not, you know, people are not even used to designing for somebody who is like her, which is very obvious as well when you have magazines that are putting her on the cover and photoshopping the hell out of her. Like they completely remove the indigenous from her. Like she looks completely different. I could be looking at somebody completely different just by some of the magazines where they actually Photoshop the indigenous out of her and all these different actors and actresses that are, you know, putting their comments about her and the fact that she looks like a Indian and that she doesn't represent. And then, you know, they don't realize that that is, she is Mexico. She is our, you know, she is a, a, a Hispanic. She is a, a person that represents all of us as a culture as well as a, you know, like 
it doesn't matter how fancy the Mexicans are or how fancy the Latinos can be. The fact is that she is part of our culture and she is part of who we are. So, you know, we do see a lot of racism, you know, even amongst the same, the same people. And I hope that, you know, as we progress, hopefully in the future, uh, we do start seeing each other, not just like, hey, this is a person is a Salvadoreño refugee. This person is a Hondureño refugee. You know, this person is a, a wetback right here in the U.S., um, you know, all the different, all the differences that you see are special and everybody makes a specific story in the, in this tapestry, right? That we call life. And, and I think everybody brings something special to the, to the table. Uh, for myself, I am Salvadorian. You know, I was born in El Salvador. I actually, I am, you know, dark skin, not too dark, right? Where people, you know, think, you know, but you could tell that I am not a light skin, blue eye, green eye, Latino. And then there are light skin, green, you know, blue eye Latinos. You know, my children, for example, my ex-wife, she was is Mexican. And my children they're they're a blend of both of us and you know they they are tall they're gonna be tall obviously my son is already taller than me and to some people they don't they have not experienced you know the negative that I have experienced growing up so I'm really, really thankful for that. But at the same time, I've experienced some difficulty with with family now. They're they're mad at the fact that he doesn't. The, my children don't speak Spanish, and you know they do. They do. My son, for example, understands Spanish, and everybody tells me they should because you're you know you're 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 Mexican or you're, you look completely, you know, like Hispanic. So you should, you speak Spanish. So you should have your children speak Spanish. And, but what they don't realize is that I came to the U S at a time when everyone was forced to learn English. Like that was the, 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 the rule. Like even now, now, you know, you see videos of people going, hey, you need to speak English. You're in America. This is, you know, you should be speaking English. Well, that is something that we sensationalize nowadays. Like we make it seem like, oh, that's bad. You shouldn't do that. Uh, but, you know, the funny thing is that in the 80s, when I came to the U.S., everybody was doing that. Everybody was doing that. And everybody was forcing their kids to speak English. We had to learn how to speak English. Even if our parents didn't speak English, we had to learn to speak English. Um, even the classes, they were they were systematically made into uh, English as your you know second language, but with the intent that you're going to learn how to speak English. So by the time I was older, everybody spoke 
English. Uh, most of my of most of the people that were my age group, they spoke English. And now you have younger kids that grew in a time where speaking Spanish was actually nice and culture was, you know, embraced. So now you have a lot of millennials that are starting to have kids and they feel empowered to teach their kids their language. But then we have this divide in, in between within ourselves as well, where people are not really taking a step back to realize why, why things happen the way they happen. Why do my children not speak Spanish? Well, I specifically did not speak Spanish in my house because my my their, their mom didn't speak Spanish either. Uh, in her with both of us, we met in college and they didn't speak Spanish. And then now you have, you know, grandparents that speak Spanish, but then she's married to somebody who doesn't speak Spanish and they don't, nobody speaks Spanish really. But at the same time, when we visit anybody now that has family coming in, the new people that are coming in from, you know, the countries And they try to speak in Spanish to my children or even myself when I'm trying to speak in Spanish to my friends, my coworkers who are actually based out of Mexico. You could tell, you know, they kind of make fun a little bit of the fact that I speak Spanish the way I speak Spanish, which is I understand it. I can speak it. I can read it. Um, I can write it if I need to. But it is not to the level of the Spanish that they know how to speak. Right. Because they're native to that. At the same time, when I'm speaking English, I can speak English, real, you know, fairly well, and I can write it, you know, pretty good as well. But obviously, I'm not a, I don't have the grammar on lock as maybe somebody who studied grammar. Um, so there's a lot of deficiencies when it comes to balancing, right? The who, who are you as a person? So then when you have people like Yalitza, who is representing a, a subculture and a sub group of people that is completely different than everybody else, you see hatred blatant in, in everybody's face and discrimination and not appreciating the beauty that it is to be the second Latina to be nominated for an Oscar as a Best Actress following um, Salma Hayek, for example, who did, um, who got nominated for Frida. And it's just very interesting for me to see how our country and how our people are dealing with the fact that we are different and at the same time coming to the realization that we're not as open-minded and we're not as cultured as we think we are, right? So that's where I'm at. I think racism is still around. People can deny it. People can say that they do not believe that there's racism happening. But the, but it's but it's all around. I mean, and even without people, within the, within the same people, you find people that are that are still discriminating against others. Um, And who knows? 
you know, maybe we need to have these kind of situations to be able to be, you know, to openly discuss this this topic. And hopefully people are going to start realizing that, you know, we we do know it happens and we can speak out against it and actually have, you know, a stand that we that we decide, no, we're not going to continue this where, yeah, we're going to allow people, um, you know, to be different. And at the same time, we're going to understand why, you know, things happen the way they happen. Um, because again, it doesn't feel nice. I, I, I didn't, I don't like when people tell me or when people ask me, you know, why, why don't your kids speak Spanish? Like, you know, like, but they do it in a way that is not nice because it doesn't feel nice when they say it. But at the same time, you know, I'm not going to ask them, why don't you speak English, right? But I speak Spanish because I was born in El Salvador. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Why doesn't people look the same way that they should have? Why, you know, why does Elitza look indigenous? Well, it's because she is, you know, from from Mexico, from her region, she's representing Mexico. She's representing Latinos everywhere as well. Not, not just, um, not just her culture. She's part of the, the history that's going to happen now. Um, and I'm very, very excited, but at the same time, I'm hoping that when you listen to this, you kind of understand why it's a little bit all over the place when it comes to because again it's tough it's tough to discuss these things um yeah but this is what I know this is the things I know and I know that it happens everywhere it it, it still happens I still get the looks from people who think that I don't speak English for example um I still get the looks from people that are that are talking about you know build a wall and you know, screw all the Mexicans and all the Mexicans need to go get out of my country and they're stealing my jobs and, you know, all these different things. And then they look around and be like, oops, you know, it's like we live in a country that has a lot of opportunity and we live in a country that has a lot of blessings for everybody. And we came from countries that have a lot of culture and have a lot of possibilities But at the same time, there's the real the reality that there's a lot of differences and there's a lot of people who are still under the impression that there's there's people that are less than them. And hopefully you're not one of them. And hopefully you understand that in order for you to appreciate life, you need to appreciate all the things that are in life. That includes people who are different than you. So, yeah, that's all I wanted to say today. Obviously, the show is going to take different faces, right? Different things, different ways, different conversations. And um, today we're talking about racism and, and, and how it still can be a problem if we continue to let it be a problem. Have a good rest of your day, everyone. Thanks for listening.